could be on for another raid here. Down Johan. Gets around Maria with ease. Cuts it back for Barbarousas. They're queuing up here. Retray! Goodness me, it's two for him. What a week he's had. New deal. Hello and welcome to Sky Blue Stories. An episode today we are calling Paolo Retribution. And in our defence, uh, we've talked two players into brilliant performances in the last couple of episodes. So, uh, Jimmy, I think we're surely we've got to pack, bag someone out today. I, I can't think of who else to bag out, to be honest. I think I think ABJ needs some goals, so maybe... Yeah. It's yeah, hard but, to pay him out, though. Even then, I mean, we'll talk about this later, but he tracked back which was my main complaint yeah um maybe he can stop falling over maybe well he made other players fall over too which was pretty sweet oh it was just beautiful he just put them on their ear ends and if you haven't seen it hop on youtube get yeah. on the fox sports or the a-league website watch the mini match because he just puts them on their ass lead up to the beautiful. second goal it was so good hey jimmy before we um get started today it's just uh you've got jonathan finger and james pierce Senton today it's just the two of us it's quite romantic two men in a room with Definitely. zebra stripes absolutely um we just wanted to acknowledge the um the work of the crowd and the medical staff and, absolutely uh everyone at the game on saturday night uh if you haven't seen or heard i think most of the ground acknowledged what was going on in the stands we had uh, obviously a, a fan who suffered a heart attack and um, the paramedics and I also heard the Adelaide medical officer actually rushed up to the stand um, wow. to assist the, the gentleman. Um, look, the, again, huge respect to the crowd and particularly the Cove who just showed some situational awareness and, and stopped their cheering, which I guess allowed, you know, the appropriate attention to go to the situation, um, you know, without the noise bugging, buggering up their communication and everything else. So It was really heartening as well to see not everybody getting up and trying to have a gander. Yeah, I think I think really the only people that didn't stop what they were doing and show some respect and you know were the players because they were playing the game. Yeah. Uh, you know nothing against them at all, but it, it, it just it was um it was it was uh, very well done by everyone involved and the latest that we heard is that the gentleman made it to hospital in a stable condition. So uh, again, just wanted to acknowledge that we hope that he's on the mend all the best wishes to him and his family. Absolutely. Absolutely well said. So, Jimmy, um, again, like we said, it's just the two of us today, but, geez, we've had some um, ridiculously positive feedback going on. Yeah, so Twitter's been a light. Uh, thank you for those following us on Twitter at Sky Blue Stories. Uh, thanks to those of you on the Sydney FC forum as well uh, that have sent in some constructive feedback, um, some positive feedback as well. Uh, really great to see. As of recording, we're up to, I think, 450 total yeah. uh, listens so far across really two episodes. I mean, the teaser doesn't count yeah, because um, we just spoke about pornography. Yeah, um, but, but that's what the people want. I also hear the people want true crime, but you know. and true crime and swearing. Yeah, um, yeah. so but fuck we'll, that, right? Yeah, bugger that. Oh, no. <laughs> You're way too peaceful. I, I feel like some of our mothers are listening. Yeah, um, <laughs> mostly mine. Hi, mum. Yeah, um, but uh, thank you so much for the uh, the positive feedback, the constructive feedback. Uh, thank you also. We wanted to do a shout out. It hasn't been asked of us, but we wanted to do it uh, to the Me- Memento Hospitality. Uh, group, uh, the Hills Podcast Studio at the Bella Vista Hotel. Uh, they let us use their studio free of charge for the price of a meal and a beer. Uh, hopefully you all uh, enjoy kind of what we're putting out, uh, which, again, the feedback's been wonderful. So, yeah, so thank you for that. Please keep sending in your, your thoughts, your opinions. 
we want to keep growing this, keep doing better. Uh, we've been absolutely thrilled and completely taken aback with the the response absolutely. so far. The, the, the key thing, and for those that don't know, we actually use a platform called Wooshka to, to record and upload our, our podcast. The, the fun thing for us is watching, the, watching the, the listens go up, but also where in the world that's happening. Um, the the most interesting place for me, Jimmy, was probably Myanmar. Now I don't know if bots listen to podcasts, but that Does was a Myanmar weird one. have bots. I I don't know. Am I allowed to say that? I don't. <laughs> I don't it, 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 Myanmar is sky blue. I guess is the only thing I'll say to that. But um, no, I, I, seriously though, um, brilliant feedback, everybody. We we really do appreciate it. Keep interacting with us. We'll um, we'll try to get back to as many people as we can. Jimmy, you've thrown a and a out this week, which we'll get to a bit later on. Yeah, that'll be our, our end, be, uh, end piece. Uh, just on the uh, different places that we're getting listens, uh, four in Japan so far, I feel like they're all Sean. I don't know if Sean knows how to work a podcast, though. He might be able to talk into a microphone, but that could be a step. That's just because we put our hand up him and yeah. mime him. So <laughs> thanks, Sean. Uh, two in Italy, one in Singapore. Singapore's also sky blue. Uh, two in Vietnam, couple in the US, three in Norway. Hey, hey. Uh, which is hello in Norwegian, <laughs> I'm told. So hey, hey. What's um what's hello in Carlingford? Because Carlingford's like killing it for us. Twenty three well. in Carlingford. For those of you in Carlingford, please tweet us. Carlingford, Illawong, Birchgrove. Uh, again, goes back to what we were saying last week, and I believe in the week before, um, we've got this city covered, mate. Yeah, it's all the Georges River Council employees. Yeah, definitely. The only so the only bit of the only bit of uh, response I'll give to the feedback guys is that I feel like we're really going to need someone to start calling us a dickhead or something because it's just all too positive. Why would you invite that? Well, I'd head barely fit fit through the podcast studio door today, man. It's a wide door. It's, yeah, it's very wide. It's a wide door. But, uh, hey, why don't we talk about uh, football? Okay. Yeah? That's what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what a week, though. Amazing. What a game. Very good. Um, Jono and I were both there. Enjoyed it. Uh, really uh, kind of uh, tough conditions <laughs> towards the end. For the fans, let alone the, the players. <laughs> the I mean, being... In Cove Heights, it was tough. Uh, the last 10 minutes with the, the southerly picking up, all the kind of ash and muck and crap in the air yeah. uh, being whipped up into the eyes. I can only imagine kind of running around uh, in that. But uh, a, a crazy game led by our Lord and Saviour, Paolo <laughs> Retro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, what a player. What I've always rated a him. man. Uh, I think we all have, really, and anyone who says otherwise is lying. Uh, no, but seriously, um, what a what a performance! Um, he's severely stepped up. Um, it, it's the performance that I guess we've been waiting for, and we alluded to last week that Paolo had come out and said, "I want to play in that role. I want to play centre mid. I don't necessarily want to be the the Mister Fix It." And I, he, he's put a couple of hands on there. I feel like he was. Yes, a Mr. Fix-It, but a Caceres-type role in terms of he'd plug gaps where we mm, had gaps. Mm, mm. And Caceres has obviously settled more into a right-mid Balmyohan-type substitution. Up, up. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah, And this is where Paolo's obviously said he wants to play. Yeah. Um, he's put in, to date, he's obviously his best performance, but... Yeah. but when he plays there, his impact's felt and there's probably less, I don't want to say complaints, but less, uh, 
you know, groans of concern from yeah, the Cove yeah, or the yeah. fans, right? And look, you know, us included, he's um he's come out and he's he's completely uh, turned the tables there because uh, not only did he score two goals, but the quality of the finishes was uh, was outstanding. I think his only other goal previously, I think, was against Melbourne City. Um, yes, maybe I in that double winning year. Uh, where we pumped, I think we pumped on four uh, nil. It was ridiculous. Um, if we can find that, we'll tweet it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but we'll we'll talk about the squad, and I guess before we go on to talk about the lineup, because it was an interesting one, uh, interesting lineup for the Adelaide game. A lot of holes being plugged. Obviously, Grant out, O'Neill still out. Mm. Um, yeah, just you've got Bratton and Retray performing. You've got an injured Brandon O'Neill who Corica uh, alluded that he may be back for the victory game, which is uh, still two weeks away because we've got the bye. Well, it's three weeks away. Yeah. Um, Newcastle bye. Surely if, if Retro keeps that up, I mean, you can't bench him, can you? You're, hang on. You're saying keep Retro in at the expense of... Well, Brenners has to start on the bench, doesn't he? Get some fitness up. Uh, yeah, uh, but that's one week. Yeah, that's one week. You don't yeah. wasn't wasn't Branners going to um, uh, Europe wow. last year? Well, because there of the injuries shown. Oh, definitely. But he also resigned for two or three years. I think. Sure, it just means we get a transfer fee. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Uh, smart business by the club. But the current situation that's three weeks away. I mean, if Retro continues to perform, no. is Branners still held in that highest esteem Absolutely. where he comes straight back in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, this is the opinion of one man who bagged out Barbara's yeah, Paolo uh, Retray. Look, then <laughs> got a, you I, know amazing game winning. I, I don't necessarily <laughs> disagree with you. I just wanted to pose the question because um, great podcast conversation. You know, me shutting you down. Yeah. Like yeah. No. 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 <laughs> not at all. I think it was. Uh, it's a good conversation point because, again, if you retro, you're a bit filthy. If you keep performances up like that and you get benched again and. Unless he's of the understanding that, hey, he's he's only minding the spot. Yes, but then you've got quality. So, I mean, we've already yeah. got issues next game with Bratton out. Yeah. He's accumulated five yellows. Yeah. Um, look, we've also got ACL coming up. and Yeah. So, you, you've got... You've got a bit of rotation there. Do you save Branners and his fitness maybe for the ACL? Mm. Uh, Depends how he comes back, I guess, from the injury. It's a long-termer. Which means there's risk of rerunning it again. Yeah. So um, he's obviously made an impact. He's obviously had a, a, a positive effect on the squad and, and games that he's played in. Um, I think he essentially set himself up for the second goal. Um, beautiful yeah. cross by oh. McGowan to Retre, who then chucks a, a brilliant through ball to Baumjohan, who cuts to Barbarousas, who cuts back to Retray, who then um, slogs it in. It was probably one of the – I think we said at the game it was, it was one of the best Sydney FC goals we've seen for a long time. For a while, um, yeah. And outside the box? Could have been – yeah, could have been just on the edge, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a stat that was being touted by pundits before the game, which mm. was no Sydney FC goals this season. Oh, from outside? From outside. Ooh. I remember discussing that. But okay. now that I've committed that to you audio – You could be right. I – can't think oh. off the top of my head. I feel that's that Please it would be an unusual Twitter. <laughs> that would don't at him. Uh, <laughs> it would be that'd be an unusual stat for us. Um, I don't I, think of any worldies, but I thought I saw something about that. that you could very I mean, well be right. It could be confusing um, with leads. Uh, look, 
Nice jab. <laughs> so we're looking at the lineup, I guess, in general. Um, we saw a bit of a change from the club and, and good on Steve Corica for doing so. Uh, we spoke last week, uh, for those that listened, about Sydney FC's reluctance to rely on youth a bit and, and you know, if there was an experienced body in the team, even if it wasn't their preferred position, we'd, we'd chuck them in. But on the weekend, I mean, we go from the top, we had Costa and Alfie up front, as you do. Uh, Milos was rested, but we later found out there was sort of a recurring calf problem. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens next week. Uh, ABJ on the right and in the centre, like we alluded to, we had Bratton Retre. So Retre kept his spot. Just on ABJ, awesome game. Really good game. Awesome Quality. Game. Um, Quality. Which just shows that two episodes in... Mm. We bring out the best in people. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to uh, us bringing out more. But as I said on uh, Twitter, I think it was, uh, talking players into form since 2020. <laughs> um, Sky Blue Stories. But, uh, yeah, so ABJ, very good. And then the back line. So Zulo was available off the bench. King starts right back. Obviously, we've got Ryan Grant out. And Harry Vandersar oh, gets God. his first start Brilliant. in Sky Blue. And, yeah, you commented. You said. He couldn't put a foot wrong. I think it got 10 minutes in and I called him as, you know, player of the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think I used those words, but he was you were, definitely. You were pretty excited. Look, I'd had four beers. <laughs> um, on an empty stomach. But it, he just had a blinder. Yeah. He's young. The um, He's come up. But even the bullet header he put in for Paolo to get that volley for the first set piece. and So good. What I what I observed about Harry was his timing, again, his timing up and down that flank was, was really good. And, and if he stuffed up, he got back, um, which, you know, is we're used to seeing it at right back with blonde hair in Sydney <laughs> FC. Um, I saw van der Sarg play actually in Dubbo earlier in the year, of all places. Um, Sydney FC played Newcastle Jets in a pre, pre-season friendly. That's right. I remember the pitches. Yeah. Uh, and it was, again, horrible conditions um hello to everyone in Dubbo but van der Sarg, I'm not sure if he started but he had a fairly good game time and I look I, probably at the time I don't I, think you were flattering I felt he was a bit out of his depth um I also saw him play an MPL game last year uh against Blacktown City and again I just thought this guy's got big raps on him at the time and I just didn't quite see it but uh again he's um, 20 Jonathan blew me away what were you doing at 20 thank you for reminding me of his age yeah what were you doing at 20, mate? I can't remember. Is that because you're old or because you were doing nothing of note? Uh, old and I was probably inebriated. Well, Harry van deputising for Ryan Grant and doing a stellar job of it, you absolute monster. Do you have one of those... Um, wop, 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 wop. I think it oh, would Sound play too or? many. There is yeah. on the deck. Let's so leave it out for this time. <laughs> Only because it's on me. Maybe when Sean gets back, we can uh, we'll implement some yeah, really, really cheesy sound effects. Really cheesy sound effects. Blinder game by Harry van der Sarg. Uh, great game by um, Baum Johan, who does like to fall over a little bit too much still, but we'll leave all the comments mm. on Bone there. I thought Barb was poor. Barbarousis. Poor or just... Mate, he scuffed so many shots. Um, he had a few one-on-ones, didn't he? He had a couple one-on-ones that I, you'd expect LaFondra. Mate, you'd Watch him come out and get three next week now, Barber. And I'm okay with that because <laughs> last time he saved the game. He Ten did. men down. No, I, I shit on Barber. He I'm, saves yeah. the game. Look, I know what you mean. He, I, I think uh, he had at least two one-on-ones where he just hit straight at the keeper. Um Look, if you're going back and re-watching the match, I've got it in my notes. 18 minutes, he 
had a ball put through to him. Beautiful first touch to control it. Mm. Screwed it up. Yeah. The 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 finishing was absolutely useless. Um Bratton started it off. His first touch was great. Finishing sucked. Yep. Yep. No, look, yeah, like I said, I remember a couple of one-on-ones thinking, uh, and I, I'm not sure about everyone else that um, is a Sydney FC fan, but Jimmy, do you constantly get uh, confused between Alfie and Barber when they're like too far away from you? Uh, it's more uh, Milos Ninkovic, mm. Paolo Retre, Anthony Caceres, yeah, like, who all have the same swarthy look and it's similar the beard game. Haircut. It's the similar yeah. beard game. But like and, Costa, and and, Costa and Alfie, like they're a similar height, similar build. Yeah. They make similar runs, like if, Both if tiny boys. If they're um if they're running up the other end of the field, I always go, oh, fucking hell, Alfie. You do wear glasses, but it's Barber, like <laughs> <laughs> every time. And the fact that you're saying fucking hell, Alfie, should be a lesson to you to never say fucking hell, Alfie. Well, yeah, that's fair. Uh, and we'll get on to Alfie's stats we, in in another episode. Will. The other um the other youngster who came on was Geordie Swivel. Talk to me about Swivel. Well, I didn't notice much of him. I'd had too many beers by then. Yeah, and look, was too. Look, so we had we had Joel King at left back, nineteen. We had Popeye at right back. Um, we had Geordie come on and um, play. Oh, I think you got ten or fifteen minutes, James. Um, so Geordie Swivel. So he, he's been in the academy for a little bit. We stole him from Hakoa, um, so Eastern Sydney uh, club. Uh, again, I've seen Geordie play a little bit in the NPL previously. Uh, he seemed to be, I guess, the, the, the starting striker up top um, for a while there. Um, apart from Ryan Teague, where everything went through in the NPL season, Geordie Swivel was up top trying to bang in the goals. And, I, I mean, his cameo was really good. Really good. Um, he made a great run down the right-hand side, he I did, think it was. Actually, um, yes. On the back of a – was it a Caceres ball? I, I can't remember. I can't remember who the ball was, but, yeah, it's about 94 minutes. Yeah, in. hooked it back for Alfie. Alfie Shrugs lined it up. player, set yeah. up by Bone. He burned the Adelaide bloke. Absolutely burned him. him. Yeah. Um, young legs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and in, in the conditions, absolutely yeah. helped. Um, yeah. Cuts back to Alfie. Beautiful cut back. Yeah. Um, yeah, just awesome. Uh, Alfie misses it. Uh, so I reckon we could add six, yeah, six or seven by the end of the game with at scuffed least, shots and, and missed one on ones. Yeah, right? at least three or four, and that's why um, Sean, who's in Japan, asked me and a special said, Japanese con- uh, correspondent. We hope to get him in actually in a little bit. We're gonna we try and phone home. Um, he asked me. He said, "Look, you know, was two one a fair scoreline?" I said, "Oh, look, I don't think so. It was probably it was probably fair, but we could have." been a lot more comfortable at the same time we weren't put under too much of a risk I no think. I, I think the only risk came from george blackwood's goal come penalty mm, or mm. free kick whatever um where he heads it in beats Redmayne, but is disallowed through pushing oh yeah um, uh, i thought that was a bit soft to be honest what, what were your thoughts <sighs> mate if you push a defender out of the way yeah. It was enough to put him off. Good pickup by the ref. To but be they were both jumping yeah. at the same time. They were jumping back to front. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. A weird visual. Was, I, I just um, thought it was a good McGowan, pick up by the ref because it was it was slight. McGowan got pushed under it. It was a good call. He could have nine times out of ten, you'd expect McGowan to have that covered with the, the yeah. quality that he displays. Yeah. Um, he's a tall bloke. So is Blackwood. He probably would have been first to the ball or yeah. at least taken a slight touch to it to maybe have changed the trajectory. Yeah. No, look, I, I agree with the decision. Play there. If yeah. it was the other way around 
and Blackwood was in front, you're pushing Blackwood out of the way, true. you'd expect true. to get penalised. Yeah, for true. It. Watching it live, I thought it was a goal. But then, yeah, pleasantly surprised, obviously, a split second later. Totally. Um, speaking of defenders, Wilco, how do you reckon he went on the weekend? <sighs> what did I say? He's the quiet achiever, and you told me to shut up and touch wood. Oh, yeah, um, I think I did. Not like that. Much but harsher. You, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. He's just, he's quiet. You don't really notice him. He heads balls away from just inside or just outside the box. He's usually beats his man. Um, just with intelligence rather than anything else. And that's the thing. He's not the fastest. He's not the most physical. He just gets himself in the right positions. Mm. He's, what, just on another year? Uh, at least. Could have been two. God, aren't we great nah, at this? We can't, um, we can't be expected to know everything. Can we? Uh, Twitter's going crazy. Oh, dear. Um, he just killed it. He kills it consistently. He's the yeah. quiet achiever. The one thing I'd probably like to see more from him, and, and this was asked for us uh, or by us, is a bit more, being a bit more vocal. He doesn't seem, you could, yeah. see, when times got tough, you could always see Brosk revving the team up. Yeah. Yeah, different leaders, but I think you yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head earlier. You said positional play. He's always in the mm-hmm. right position, and that's that's Wilkinson, yep. and that has been him for his whole career. He might not be the fastest, strongest, most skillful player. He's always, always in the right spot. Big head. And that's what we needed um, a couple of years ago when he was partnering with Geordie Boyce because Boyce would go on these, you know, nomadic runs <laughs> up the pitch, whereas Wilco sort of steadied the shift. Fart. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, hearty mouth type stuff for the yeah. coach, but Wilco as our leader is just – he does all the things that a leader should do. Like you said, maybe I've seen him yell at a few blokes before, but yeah. maybe a little bit more um, from, from what you're saying. Yeah. But, um, Side note as well. I had the pleasure of meeting Wilco hey. two years back, yeah. the Optus sports studios during the world cup. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to avoid him. Not, not kind of disturb him. He'd just done some punditry. You were nervous. Um, weren't you? My wife forced me into meeting him. <laughs> um, hey, my husband's a massive Sydney FC fan. Oh, him and uh, Luke God. Wilpshire were there. Yeah. And they dropped what they were doing. They got coffees was about midnight, oh, mm. a bit before midnight actually, uh, and stopped, took photos, had a massive chat, yeah. um, was absolutely brilliant. They were absolute top blokes. I always say Wilco's, like if the question got posed to me, who in the Sydney FC team do you want to have a beer with? Wilco's my guy. Like I just think he'd be great to have a beer with. Of all the guys, of all the, the, the bands and everything that goes on, I just think – I don't know. I just, I just, I'd love to, you know, have have a beer with him. You'd have a beer with Wilco over Ryan Grant, Michael. Yeah, Zola. I think I would because I think Wilco's more my kind of guy. I don't think I can operate at the levels that Zul's and uh, <laughs> Ryan could Buster operate They're at. Just too crazy. I you'd think. Come, I think. And you've yeah. got long hair. You'd come back with a mullet, mate. Oh, I'd love one. Spilk- <laughs> God damn. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Wilco, though, mm. who takes over in oh. a year or a season's time? You're talking leadership. Yeah. Well, when he's out at the moment, I guess Ninko wears the armband. Is is Grant the long-term captain? Oh, I don't see Ryan as a captain, do you? If he cuts his hair. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, nothing against the man. I love the bloke, but I don't see him as a captain. But Milos has only got an extra year. Do you chuck in a yeah. temporary captain for a year? It's uh, As in a year on Wilco? Oh, yes. My answer is yes, but... Outside of those two guys, then it's a bit of a thrower. I mean, Brandon O'Neill's always been my long-termer. Yeah. Um, but then in the back of my mind, I really feel like he should be playing 
in Europe or somewhere slightly higher. But Controversial idea. Uh-oh. I hate it. No, what is it? Andrew Redmayne. Ooh. He hasn't re-signed yet. Take that out of the equation. <laughs> Think about Andrew Blue Mains. Thank you. Um, Love it. Progression. Oh, mate. I, I don't think it's controversial at all. He um, was laughingstock at yeah. Wanderers. Laughingstock when he came to us. How many times did you inhale sharply when he took over from Vukovic? A lot. Right? And now? A lot. And let's be honest, you know, Sydney FC fans, um, I'm sure I'm not alone on that one. No, no. Uh, uh, they were almost rhetorical questions because we did it together. I, I like the sound of my own voice, so I keep talking. So. <laughs> no, but like, you know, it was it was one of those things where you'd constantly be worried. And, and we've got a question from Twitter, which we'll get to a little bit later, mm. is about our inability at the moment to keep a clean Let's do it sheet. now. Let's okay. do it now. What do you think of it? I, I was actually going to pose another question. Um, so McGowan and Wilkinson have started every single A-League game so far. Yep. We've kept two clean sheets. One was the watching paint dry game against the Mariners. Uh, the other was the Western United game away. Yeah. Is the fact that we've we've had the one pairing for the 12 games so far a good thing? Or with the ACL coming up, you know, does it does it worry you, Jimmy, that we're not keeping clean sheets. ACL, traditionally, you need to have a super mm. defensive effort. Yep. Um, and Flotman's had, you know, five minutes off the bench. Benny Wallen's out injured still. Um, Who's targeting an ACL return. Yeah. According to your exclusive yeah. Twitter yeah. <laughs> drop. Um, it's, it does worry me a bit to answer the question. Um, it worries me a little bit not being able to keep those clean sheets that we traditionally have been able to. So my criticism of Corica's first season was that compared to Arnold, he played conservative football. Yep. We didn't look as threatening. Uh, uh, again, what do I know? We won, right? We we were champions. We yeah. won the A-League. Again, you're not alone, though, in that, especially the first half of the season. Yeah. So we've made some signings we've got Baum Johan we've got obviously still Adam Lafondra we've got Barbarousis we've bolstered the attack we look a lot more threatening we we're putting in a hell of a lot go- a hell of a lot more well a hell of a lot of goals i was going to say more goals but i don't have the stats to back that up that might just be hyperbole how dare you yes but that was my criticism and now we've got questions coming to us and, and questions posed by ourselves that we can't keep a clean sheet. Redmayne probably isn't the goalkeeper that Vukovic is, despite the great mm. improvements we've seen. Mm. And our back line shouldn't be letting in as much as it is. No. You think of the quality we've got there. We've but got Corica's, uh, Corica's answer to a similar question in the press conference was, well, it, he said, oh, it's not worrying me too much because we're scoring plenty at the other end. So that's a flip side. And that's kind of why I mentioned bolstering mm. the attacking options, the conservative football the, the first season. Yeah. Um, I think it's a concern. Yeah. You can't not because we're coming up against Shanghai SIPG again. 
But well, Hulk? more than likely Shanghai SIPG. Probably. They've still got to qualify. Yep. Okay, sure. They're not not going to with Hulk and his 14-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> Disgusting. I read that. Oh, terrible. Um, left his wife for his niece, I think it I, was. Anyway, yeah. in all likelihood, they're going to qualify and will come up against them in the group stage. Mm. There's no way you don't want a rock-solid dis- defence um, coming up against a team like that. So do we play a deeper line? Do we oh look God. to have Milos drop back a little bit? Not as close to it. Not, not so close to O'Neill that he's partnering him, but closer and, and create a kind of a more direct and safer yeah. passing look, line. I, I think when, and we'll, we'll move into ACL chat um, while we're here, but I think during that period, Flotman will get his chance. In the centre of defence because... In the A-League? In, in the A-League. League. In the A-League. Yep. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, look, I think we need McGowan and Wilkinson experience uh, in the centre of defence for the ACL. Um, before we jump through to the ACL quickly, I just wanted to, again, acknowledge the players' reaction to the weather on the weekend. Yep. Um, I, get, I think I watched the mini-match um, the other day and all of the players were just gassed. Joel King was keeling over. Um, there was comments from both Alfie and ABJ on social media about the most difficult conditions they've ever played with. Yep. And two fairly well, well-travelled well blokes. Well, Alfie mainly in the UK. but uh, And then Paolo as well came out um, and said that, you know, uh, ridiculous um, conditions, probably the most challenging he's ever played in. Uh, so, again, w- the boys did very well. The, the, other, the reason I bring the weather up again is um, the effect on the crowd that it had. Yeah. Um, so we had, again, if unless you're living under a rock, you know that we had record temperatures across Sydney. Uh, I think it got to 48.9 degrees Celsius in Penrith. Hottest place on earth. Hottest place on earth. Thank you, Tim time. Bailey. Yes. I um, When I left home at 3.30 from the northwest of Sydney, it was, um, yeah, it was Sweat and balls. 47. Yeah. Uh, and even at kickoff, it was 35 degrees. So the effect that that had on the crowd, and again, a few people on social media were sort of like, it's too hot to even go outside, um, so I don't think I'm going to make it to the game. I thought, well, you know. Um, but there was a difference last week against Melbourne City. We had a record Cogra crowd, 17,400, something like that. Yep. Awesome crowd, great uh, atmosphere. Our largest easily for the season. Yep. And this week was our lowest of the season with just over 10,000. Yep. So there was a difference of around 7,000 people uh, on the back of one of our best performances – in a long time against Melbourne City. Biggest crowd. Uh, that was on a Sunday as well, the 17,000. Yep. So, yeah, I just, again, um, it's unfortunate that that happened. Do you think the big crowd we saw on that Sunday is a once-off and last game of the – was it the last game of yeah, 19? Yeah, it was, yeah, 29th yeah. of December or something yeah. like that. People on holidays. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I Whenever we get a crowd like that, I always think, please, God, can this happen every week? You know, um, be amazing. But we'll get there one day. We'll get there one day. But um, yeah, I just, I was, I was a little bit disappointed that the big difference between the highest and lowest. I think it probably hurts more the fact that it wasn't gradual. It was such a yeah. dramatic drop week on week. Yeah. Um, uh, understandable given the 
conditions. Yeah. I think the last or the sorry, the next home game we have is the last weekend of school holidays. You could be right, yep. So end of Jan. You, it could go two ways. You could mm. go, all right, one last treat before back to school or too busy going back to school, can't be asked for this. It's yeah. It, I mean Sydney's so we are pretty fickle city and, mm. and unfortunately a little bit fickle supporter base sometimes. Yeah. We love everybody. Um, but uh, we pull these these crowds out from, from nowhere sometimes. I mean, last year, um, not, not last year, year before, because it was at Allianz, um, mm-hmm. we had a midweek game against Newcastle. Um, you, we weren't going too well. I think Newcastle might have been top of the table at the time. But on a midweek game during school holidays, we pulled 20,000. Uh, and it just came from nowhere. So, uh, look, people talk about crowds until the cows come home, but I just thought we'd make mention that, yeah, we went from highest crowd to lowest crowd within a week, even though we won. Do we do a special just feature one day on the shit marketing <laughs> that we see from, <laughs> from the A-League We uh, <laughs> promoting the sport? There's not enough beer in the Bella Vista Hotel for us to uh, get through that, I don't think, yeah, unfortunately. No. Well, uh, if you can, encourage your friends, encourage your family. Uh, your Hashtag bring a mate. Yeah, ex-boyfriends and girlfriends oh. uh, to make it to the games, um, especially given the last one before school work goes back yeah. properly, even though most of us are, are probably back at work. Yeah. I also read, um, just for those thinking about travelling to Newcastle away this week, and we'll do a little bit of a preview later on, um, that there's track work, of course. Um, I think it's said Fire-related or just in general? Gosford. No, I think just track work. Yeah. Uh, again, I've... I've personally tweeted about everything that goes against getting a decent crowd before, yeah. but just so everyone knows that um, if you are planning on going up... Minister um, for Transport, Trump and Finger. Have a look. Awesome. So, we've done uh, and had a look at, I guess, the game. There was a lot to talk about there. The weather, the crowds. <laughs> uh, what happened with W and Y League? Um, so, W League game was postponed due yep. to the weather. So, they were due to play away to Canberra, which would have been a pretty key game for us and feeling it tough in camera at the moment as well yeah definitely and something we haven't covered on here but it's definitely well covered and rightly so um across all news outlets and yeah and social media at the moment is the um the the, the plight that sydney and the wider australia is in um again all our very best wishes to everyone there uh so camber in particular was uh yeah it was postponed due to extreme heat and the smoke um, so for the W League, so the girls didn't get to play. Unfortunately, there's yet to announce when that'll be rescheduled. Um, the Y League had a bye. They've also got a bye this weekend. Um, it sort of helped our A League team, as I said last week, because we <laughs> needed to a few players with a lot of the first team boys out. Um, there's a game. There's a game this weekend between the Central Coast and I think it might be Canberra United. Mm might be um if central coast don't win that game we we basically qualified out of the group with two games left uh into the final but we'll we'll wait and see so it'll be after saturday afternoon the sydney fc youth team with jimmy van weeren um will will know what they need to do in the last two games um we're playing the wanderers who are not doing too well in the y league uh and i think we also play 
Yeah, all the A League. Or we, I think we also play um, Canberra in the Y League. So they're the bottom two teams in the uh, in the Y League for our group. Okay. So we're looking good to qualify for the final for the first time in a couple of years. On the quality that we've seen come through the youth team into the senior team, um, yeah. you'd hope for a solid performance there as well. So good yeah, luck, definitely. boys. Now, we've touched on ACL ever so slightly uh, in the context of defending and conceding goals and, and what that means against some some Asian powerhouses. But for some in-depth thoughts on what ACL might look like, our chances, what we do with the squad, we've actually brought in a special Japanese correspondent. Konnichiwa to Mr. Sean Maloney. Ah, Thanks for joining us. Yeah, hello. All the way from Kanazawa. Konnichiwa, everybody. Oh, is there a, is there a J-League, <laughs> is there a J-League team in uh, Kanazawa, did you say? I have no idea. Oh, you, you knew you were coming on this section and you didn't do that. <laughs> Such a Yokohama it's all, it's all about, fanboy. It's all, it's all about Yokohama now. Right, I've, okay. I've looked into getting a jersey. I'm on the bandwagon. Have you got one? Do you know how expensive they are over here? Oh, and really? I thought they're expensive in Australia. They're, they're looking for the area. It's about $150, $160. Fair bit of yen. Ridiculous. Yen, sure. Mate, say, oh, mm, no. How much ramen so is that? 1, <laughs> <laughs> it's like 1,000 yen equals $13. Yeah, right. Australian. So, yeah. Yeah. Lots of yen. You can afford it. You're a primary school teacher. Oh, wait. Yeah. Mm. But I, I've, had, I've had some thoughts about the ACL. Yeah. Um, initially about our squad and you know you can only take x amount of players and who you're going to leave out i guess mm. is the main question yeah definitely and i've kind of thought i thought well where do we have a surplus or at least where i think where we have a surplus of players um and i think that's where we could leave somebody out so i think at first i thought to myself we don't really have a surplus of strikers you know it's kind of and Costa are your main two go-to men to put the ball in the back of the net. And Ninko's got a goal or two in him. ABJ, when he pulls his finger out of his backside, he's got a Ooh. goal or two in him. But um, So we definitely need all our strikers on board. Midfield, eh, okay, there's a little bit more wiggle room there, with, which makes this week's game against Newcastle interesting that he's going to jump into place there with no Bratton and no um, uh, O'Neill. But I reckon we'd leave out ABJ. Yeah. I, I just um, I haven't seen enough from him in the opening weeks of the of the competition. I feel like that's going to really unsettle him. Like he seems like quite a temperamental little fella. Mm. But um, the other one I might toss up might be <laughs> Ninko. Maybe this to save his legs a bit. Yeah. You know. Offended, um, and fairness I, to you, you've been in you've been in um, Japan for the last couple of weeks, so yeah, I don't think you would have seen the Adelaide game. ABJ was pretty good. Ninko um, was rested. Ninko was injury. rested. Um, so yeah, so if you had a had a gun to your head, mate, you'd um, who, who would you pick? But you but you can see like that. Um, he didn't start, and he was off the field for what two thirds ish of the game and then he came on and he had that impact I just feel like but then again ABJ might be might really revel in that um, in the ACL competition and you might you might see something from him that we haven't really seen or seen enough of in the last you know um, since the start of the competition and he might bring that back into consistently into the week to week competition so, so gun to your head Sean of, I know you love sitting on the fence uh, ABJ. ABJ at home? Right. 
Yeah. Is yeah, this is a question him. for you guys. Um, is ACL like Champions League, where once you're out of the group stage, you can adjust your squad? Uh, if you progress, yeah, yeah, there's another registration window. Yeah, yeah. okay, so yeah. you can potentially pull Ninko back in. Yeah, or, or uh, ABJ back in. Excuse me. I believe so. I believe so. We've only made it out of the group uh, once, I think. So um, yeah, this is our year. Because Let's the whole so. squad's shit and they underperform <laughs> the ACL, which now playing, means... We're playing the Japanese champions, the Korean champions. But that now means that we've called them out, they have to perform. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so so a little, bit on the, a little bit on the squad rules. So you, you must have 18 players, um, three of which must be goalkeepers. Interesting, because we have uh-huh. two goalkeepers in our senior squad. We obviously take a take a youth lad in there. Um, you can have a maximum of thirty players. Now we don't have thirty players, no. so I would imagine uh, outside of the f- the one foreigner that we leave, uh, you'll see everyone listed, including Zuvella, Warland, who are both currently MIA and injured. injured yeah. So I reckon you you name them, you name every single um, youth player that's had anything to do with the A League this year. Um, You've got to announce that squad, from what I understand, 30 days prior to your first match. For us, that means January 13th. So I'm surprised it hasn't come up in the media. Although previous in previous years, um, I think they've submitted the squad and not actually told the public until, you know, they've absolutely had to. Um, yeah. Because of that unsettling news um, for, for someone. The samurai element of surprise. Well, exactly. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, what are your thoughts on the um, three foreigner situation, mate? Uh, I'd leave out – and does Barbarossa's count as a foreigner? Yes, he does. I'd leave him out. Yes, he does. I'd leave Barb out or controversially Ninkovic. Yeah. I'm I'm with Sean in that I think Balmyohan would perform well on the international stage. You'd have the Yeah, yeah I have a sneaking suspicion that he might just come out of his shell a bit, might revel mm. in that. Yep. Tougher or different competition, tight areas. And maybe that's more. Yeah. Ho- maybe that's more hopeful rather than anything factually based. But uh, yeah, yeah, something, we, something's there. About, you said controversially, Ninko, but he's got this cloud hanging over him with a calf injury. He's thirty-five now, and that's why I'd leave him out. Yeah. So he's a little bit injured. He's getting older. Baum, I think, would would revel the international stage given his his international experience prior, mm. and. What? How many points clear are we on the ladder at the nine moment? Nine, at the nine moment. still, right? Yeah. And you know, and you know, the other thing with ABJ, some of his best games this year have been when Ninko has been out and yep. he's um, yep. filled that Ninko role. Or he's Adelaide on the weekend is so. a prime example. Prime yeah. example. Um, my my foreigner to leave out is Costa. Um, so that's Ooh. two of us, I think, that have. No, I went. But went. You're going to go with Ninko. I'm going to yep. say Costa. Bit in opposition, Why? bit in opposition, Sean, to what you said. I reckon we've got enough players that can play that role of, with the youth. I reckon Bahaja, Ivanovic, uh, hopefully he's fit. Um, I reckon they can play that that second striker, that man, the guy that makes the runs, that that creates yeah. a space for Alfie to finish. Um, I think you, that ABJ. Do you reckon? Yes. Do you reckon any of the players have ACL in their contracts? Like, would or am I just oh, Bob? Saying, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Um, Barbarousas uh, has, he's one of our marquee players. Yes. Um, I my, look. My arguments for leaving Barber out is basically a process of elimination. I think we need Alfie's clinical finishing. Mm-hmm. 
Barber's struggled to be clinical this year. Oh, yeah. He's got into positions, but, you know. Um, and then you've got Balmjohan and Ninkovic, two tens, two very high-quality tens who mm. play well, you know, they can create space, they, they play well in tight areas, they can put balls on that not many others can. Oh, their, their vision, their vision on the field, yeah, yeah they, how they I, read a game. I yeah. just think if you've got those two guys operating, there's going to be more chances for your youth boys to, to you know, make the runs. and Latch on to the end of a ball, yeah. My issue with that, and, and, and curious to see what you think about this, Sean, is that if you leave Barb out, it means he's going to lead the line when you rest Alfie. What's wrong with that? He can't lead the line. He's yes, not he clinical can. enough. You're getting Barbaros to lead the line with most likely a youth player if we're not changing our formation. And he's not clinical enough. He's yeah, not shown so enough got, to lead the line. I've got no problem with that with a two-striker situation. If we were playing one up top, like if we were playing a 4-2-3-1, for example, then, yeah, I can I can see that that might be an issue. But With a youth player, though? Who are still largely unpro- unproven. As, as oh, promising mate. as Ivanovic is, unproven. Yeah, I, look, different, different of, of yeah, opinion. Yeah. I, I think Ivanovic and Barbarossa could be quite a good combination. But I did ask um, Sean. Oh. <laughs> but I, I think we all in we all in agreement here that we have for Alfie's a lock. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. He's a he's a he's a guarantee. No question about it. So what's your but thoughts I, on, I do, on I, Bar, I do then? I do understand. I do understand. I, I do. I see the. Uh, Great amount of logic in what Jono's saying, um, <coughs> in leaving him out, and that the youth boys can step up. I, I can see a Bahaja stepping up on the on you the can, big stage. You can come on the pod anytime, Sean. Thanks. <laughs> um, I can I can see Ivanovic stepping up. Like I know, like you know, when we played um, what was that ex- exhibition games we played earlier before the season in China, and who did we play mm. against? Was it? PSG. PSG, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, they beat us and all that, but, you know, we, we played a lot of the youth boys during that time and, Neymar you know. Neymar pocket. Played. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I just <laughs> think, yeah, I just think with ACL, no matter which way we look at it, no matter who we're going to be playing, we're, we're going to be playing transition football, which we do quite well at the moment in the A-League, but it's going to be at another level. So It's going to be a compromise of the squad. Yeah, I just... That's who I think. Who do we think? Who do you think Corica will leave out if you're Steve Corica? Let's think. Let's think about. Let's think of where the manager. Do you think he's got a clear preference at the moment, or he didn't leave anyone out last year, did he? Because we bought in Guchenajad. Yeah, that's right. I, I can't. Rec- I can't remember. Oh God, I can't remember. Hall of, Hall of Famer, that bloke. Sim was Sim included because he was injured. I can't. Ooh. I can't remember, man. God, we'll get back to you when we do our. Uh, but obviously, ACL obviously playing, but playing in the ACL, obviously you get match payments. You know, you get you get paid some more extra bucks for playing in the ACL. Sucks to be that bloke missing out. Yeah, yeah. Look, I. <laughs> oh, absolutely, and look, it cost us. Um, it cost us the signature of Geordie Boyce a couple of years ago. He was clearly, clearly not happy. He came out with a few comments about leaving it, and and to, in my opinion, retrospect's a great thing, but um, or hindsight, sorry, is a great thing, but Arnold made a mistake there because um, we needed a strong defender there and we, we didn't have a good campaign. Um, yeah, it, it'll be very interesting to see. Um, it'll also be interesting to see if I've got my dates right with next week because there hasn't been much chat um, from Have the you club. guys talked about the opposition in our group? No, we haven't as yet, mate. So um, we haven't as yet. So maybe it's a good time to do that. 
look, I, when I saw that group initially, I thought group of death. Here we've got three out of the three out of the four uh, teams in the in the in the group as the you know premiers in in their respective um, countries and their respective competitions. And then after chatting to you about it, I started to think maybe as much as I love Sydney FC and there's sky blue running through my veins, maybe I'm seeing Sydney FC through rose-coloured glasses. <laughs> maybe. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's um. Because it, it, yeah, it's interesting. This year, um, I believe that the pots that the teams were put in um, didn't affect the, the group so much because I think I said to you, Sean, earlier this year that you know um, Sydney FC were technically a cup champion um, because of the final system in the A League. We're not the um, the premiers or, or the, the the seed one, but I have been told that that yeah. didn't affect the draw this year. But Again, to draw the Japanese champions and the Korean champions. I mean, outside of Iran, yeah. outside of Iran and the West Asian nations top teams, you know, we, we've had this happen oh, to us time shit. and time yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to have a few of them in their preseason, which is great. But, oh, geez, I, it's it's going to be very tough. I, it's going to be really tough. I, I don't know. John Book, um, Bernie Abini's currently with John Book. Um, don't know if he's going to stay there. Yeah, um, Alex Wilkinson. He's not a starter every there. week. Yeah, Wilco's previously played for Jumbook. Um, so mm. it was a few years ago now. So I'm sure a lot's changed since he was there. Uh, Chinese teams we usually have a pretty good um, go against, uh, and even the Korean teams. But I think look, Yokohama um, is going to be a, a really big challenge um, for us. Uh, I don't think preseason matters to Antipostokoglu. I think um, knowing him as we do, um, he'll have them, you know, ready and firing. Ready and firing. Yeah, it's all about just do your best to win your home games, and when you go away, do your best to come home with with one point. Yeah, and, if, and if, you know, always strive yeah. for the always strive for the three points, of course. But you know, if you can walk away from a trip over to Korea, China, and um, uh, Japan with one point, you're doing well. Yeah, definitely. Um, just to do they have um? Sorry, sorry. In the ACL, do they have a um best third place? You know those kind of things that have been happening. No, no. Doesn't competitions of late ACL Europa League. No, or ACL two <laughs> There is, but it there there sort of is, but it doesn't work the same way. Sadly, so yeah. Um, just on some of those points uh, as well, in terms of the squad we had last year, uh, doesn't look like we left anybody out. Uh, hmm. Sim Diong and Reza Guchanajad. So Reza was the plus one. Yeah, were all in the squad. So Milos and Alfie. Milos and uh, yeah. Alfie were still in the squad. Oh, Jop. It would have been Jop. Yeah. Jop Vanderlyn, yeah. Yeah, of yes. course. He was left out because he wasn't a starter in Jop. the Sydney A-League Hall of either. Famer. Chop, yeah. chop the Jop. Now retired for those who <laughs> play yeah. at home. He was, he, was chopped. Yeah. he was chopped from the ACL squad. Yeah. yeah. He's so memorable. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drive, the, drive the bus now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Scott Chipperfield? What did he know. make? Three starts to Sydney FC? Goodness three starts, mate. gave away three penalties, red yeah. card. Yeah, he was great. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he was our leave-out, but it doesn't even really count as a leave-out considering <laughs> we got Reza Gujanajad in. We, um, Sean, we spoke uh, We spoke about Sydney FC's defence this year. We've only been able to keep two clean sheets. Um, we've had Wilkinson and McGowan uh, start every game. Clearly... Yeah, you know, yeah. They're both, I mean, Wilco's aging a little. Um, I still think with his experience in Asia, he's going to be a very big player for us in this campaign. But do you stick with that? Uh, and if so, what do you do with the A-League lineup? 
Well, is there any talk about, have, have you, have, could we look at at some point in the next coming weeks about how we're conceding? Are we conceding mostly from set pieces, like your corners? And, mm. last, and two weeks have, the box yeah, or, last two weeks have been yeah. from set pieces. So, you know, everyone's to blame there. Everyone, you know, um, you know, for me, I'd rather win a game 2-0 than, than 3-1. There's always that yeah. extra sweetness. When you when you score a couple of goals and you hold the other team to nil, that was a pillar. Um, of our, that was a pillar look, of a record breaking season was the clean sheets, uh, record breaking, uh, record breaking. So. But at the at the end of the day, you know, like the, the coaching courses that I've done, they say you know the object of soccer is to, in its most simplest layman terms, is to <laughs> score more goals than the other team. Yeah. So. If, you, if they're scoring nine, as long as you score ten, <laughs> yeah, you know, speaks to Corica's mentality. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So. Um, um, like I'm not too worried. I think McGowan and, and, and Wilco have been fantastic this year. Sometimes I, I was a little bit unsure about them at first because I felt that they were very similar players. I loved, like, in the past, like, say, with Wilco and Geordie, who is – they're very kind of yin and yang. I felt those two. Geordie mm. was that real enforcer, that real, you know, dog with a bone, a bit like Sasha and, you know, yeah. like our old mate with our Strackle playing days, John and James Brock, you know. Um, so I thought they might be you a little bit James too Brock similar. You love James Brock's story, don't you, Sean? Oh, I love you so aggressive. He will eat you. Um, but look, they're, they're, they're doing well. They're getting the job done. Wilco's getting on. Miles McGowan. He's be 30 at least. He, and he's been around. He's been a bit of a traveller. Jimmy's, um, Jimmy's the age man, so he might be able to tell us how old yeah. McGowan is. I'm not sure. No, no, he can't Google quick enough. So the only, um, while, while, while Jimmy's Googling that, 30. the 30, there you go. <laughs> good guess, good guess, finger. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention is that um, people have been asking about uh, Ninkovic or the Dreammaker, as I've been told to refer to him, as, um, you know, getting his citizenship, Aussie citizenship, and does that help our ACL chances? Unfortunately, it doesn't, um, unless he plays until he's 43. Um, you, so, you play under the flag, your first registered for yeah, a while. So, so the rule, so it helps in the A-League, definitely. So he becomes a, a naturalised Australian player in the A-League and doesn't count. In the Means A's, that? Uh, for effect? him, uh, we thought it was now. We yeah, thought it was, okay. but uh, he, he said he hasn't, doesn't really know. It's, a, it's just yeah. a wait and see thing. Um, well, you know, goalkeepers have a long, uh, you know, have a better longevity in, in football, so maybe he could transition into, no, you may, know, well, He couldn't put a foot wrong, but for the, um, for the Asian <laughs> Champions League, uh, for the Asian Champions That's League, football worth out from the back. Yeah. you have to <laughs> be a citizen for five years yeah. before you count. So, uh, unfortunately... Done and dusted. Um, yeah, like I said, unless he's uh, 42 and still going. Hey, uh, that probably puts the end to that. I think that's um, I, I, that's probably it for the ACL um, section, guys. Uh, Sean, do you want to add anything else at, before at, we at let 42, you go? I'd still, at 42, I'd my all-age infield team. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was he was born on Christmas Day. He could, he could play till he's 100. You can do a kazu, yeah. but um, so all right, guys. So uh, that was our little ACL touch points for uh, this podcast. We'll be back, obviously, with more of that as uh, news comes through. And special thanks, uh, of course, to our honourable Japanese correspondent, Mr. Sean McGing. Thanks Thank for you. joining us, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Have- and it's been awesome. It's good to hear your, your voices. I've been 
listening to the pod and uh, it's been exciting and great feedback and, and comments through the co-forum. It's um, been really, really encouraging. So um, thanks, everyone. I hope you enjoyed and uh, we're looking forward to bringing more content your way. Ooh. We'll see you back here in a couple of weeks, mate. See you soon, Sean. Uh, yeah, looking forward safe. to it. All right. Cheers, mate. Bye. Sayonara. Back to local uh, things then, Jimmy. Um, thanks again to Sean for joining us uh, from, from overseas, our first overseas caller. <laughs> That, uh, <laughs> that we set up beforehand and had to get one of our mates to do. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, again, amateurs, right? Rookies here. Um, let's get back to more uh, local affairs. We've got a Newcastle Jets Friday night uh, up the M1. Mm. They're without a coach. Yeah. Mr. Merrick, uh, again, another sayonara to uh, Mr. Merrick. He, uh, uh, Newey, quickly on Newey. Uh, obviously, grand finalist a couple of years ago, got beaten by the victory. Poor <laughs> things. Um, last year, they just missed the six, I think, by five points. I think they missed the finals. They still scored 35. They sorry, got 35 points throughout the season, so they did pretty well um, for Newcastle standards. Uh, and now this year, they are dead last nine points. Um, they've obviously had enough, working on a very tight budget. Um I think they've got a Chinese ownership group at the moment, so they're not getting much money. Mm, but surprising. they are battling. Yep. They're battling. And um, just sacked their coach. And just sacked their coach. Do Rooms you worry? John Aloisi. Well, there's been, been a been couple a of names. No, I've, I've heard, <laughs> heard Aloisi, I've heard Kuehl, and, and the latest is yep. Sven Goran Eriksson. Yes, um, he's put his hand up. I don't know if they can afford Sven Goran, to be honest. Um, they don't have enough play- money for players, let alone a coach. Probably insolvent if they don't fork yeah, out the money. It's interesting. Um, are you afraid of the old uh, no coach bounce back factor? Is that a thing? Apparently, it is. But they don't. I have thought it was new manager bounce. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. Actually, um, uh, look, caretakers. If you look abroad, tend to do quite well, um, mm. or at least steady the ship. Yeah, I mean, you could. Oh, what was his name? Was it Craig Ferguson at Leicester? Um, might not not might not have been in his name. It was Craig someone. Um, from Leicester, but when they they sacked Claudio Ranieri, mm. he did a, a great job of mm. um, steadying the the ship. Um, Good omen for Craig Deans, who is the W League coach for Newcastle Jets, and uh, sits sit stepping into the interim coach role. Craig Shakespeare, not Ferguson. How I've could you forget a name? I know, like that. It's just it literally just came to me. Um, but yeah, Craig Shakespeare did a great job of steadying the ship. I, I don't think so. I, I don't think. When you look at examples that have happened in other teams around the world or even in the A-League, you'd not last Mm. for no reason. A caretaker, a steadying hand, whatever it may be, a desire to prove oneself as a team isn't going to miraculously give them a bounce. They also don't have the cattle. But um, no. I guess we'll see on the weekend when to be or not to be will be answered. Look, I think 4-0. Um, nice Shakespeare reference. <laughs> that was terrible. You're just looking at me so smugly. Uh, for just those of you that obviously can't see Jono. Just slip that in there. The, the, the complete pride uh, at the year nine Shakespeare so reference. <laughs> um, I, I don't think they get a bounce. No. Uh, the worrying signs for me... Uh, the fact that we have no midfield. <laughs> we have no O'Neill. We, we have, have no, no preferred starting. We, we have midfield. zero midfield. Yeah. Did I hear a 4-0 in there? Did you slip a 4-0? Uh, 
maybe. Well, no, like that's. Yeah. Uh, I think that's we have I mean. no midfield, but we do. The Jose Mourinho or Jose Mourinho at Spurs hoof it long, bypass the midfield, <laughs> straight to our tiny and diminutive strikers. Look, we have Paolo. Our Lord and Saviour. Lord and Saviour. <laughs> He's always been in the Sky Blue Stories favourite player. Uh, so we've got Paolo in there. I, again, I mean, last week we assumed that Paolo would be moved to right back. And, and we were bring, wrong. And they bring Casares into the centre. So Corica surprised everyone a bit there, I think, um, by by putting his trust in Van der Sar. Well, certainly our two expert opinions. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but go again, I if Ninkovic starts, if he's fit to start, mm. which I'm not convinced he will be, um, I would put Caceres retro in the centre. Yep. If Ninkovic is out, Caceres obviously stays wide and we could have a starting debut for young Ryan Teague. Yeah, or does someone like can can Vandersag move in? He was solid. Does he does he sit back or 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 McGowan? Yeah, move well, McGowan huh, up. Huh. Move. That no, I I hadn't even thought of that. Um, McGowan was that a, wasn't on the script. No, wasn't that, on the run sheet. I hadn't guys. even thought of that. Um, <laughs> used to actually play a bit in the midfield um, when he was younger. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Flotman, that tests the centre pairing. We've mm. just solved all the Sydney FC's problems, guys. Corica, call us. Corica, give us a call. Give us a call. Um, Tweet us. Steve. I don't mind that. I don't mind that, Jimmy. I don't mind uh, McGowan Retray in the centre. Just came to uh, me. It's been a while like probably since Gals has played in there, but, mate, he'd definitely be able to do the job. He's solid. And it's against Newcastle. Touch wood. I'm touching wood, but. You have Wilco with his old gonna If you're going to test back. it. If you're going to test it, you do it against a team that's had two wins and three draws. Might give you a bit of flexibility and shape for yeah. Champions League. I don't mind that at all, mate. I, um, I, you're a revelation. I knew there was a reason. I've actually you surprised here. myself. To you <laughs> I have zero tactical insight usually. Uh, and so there uh, it is. I love it. I'm, uh, I am going to put a slight twist on your score. I'm going to say 4-1. Yeah, because we can't get Hello to Chris Howells. 4-1. Nice. Given that the Newcastle squad has just exposed the fact that we don't have the depth that we mm. desire, mm. we move on to the Sydney FC transfer market. Yes. And Which we're told or led to believe it's going to be very quiet. Yeah, <laughs> not going to be a thing. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't hope and dream. True. Is this where we – are? You, we're going to – you're going to put a bit Mix of a twist. Yeah, we're going we'll to put twist a, it. For those who listened last week, James um, was paying out my Sydney FC stock market Hated uh, it. segment. Uh, I ask the tough questions here. Someone has to. I like the segment. I hate being involved in it. <laughs> so <laughs> we've we've agreed to mix it up with the uh, transfer window open. Um, and, and like you said, a bit of, little bit of um, hypotheticals throwing out there. So, so, Jimmy, two questions this week I've mm. got for you. The first one is... What rival A-League player would you bring in to strengthen our squad at the moment? I had a bit of think about this, mm. remarkably, given good for my Ryan McGowan insights that just and Craig Shakespeare revelations. Even a clock's right twice a day, mate. Yeah. And I've, I've hit my quota. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what A-League player... Currently playing in the A League, would I bring yeah. into not, our not squad? Just, not just who's 
the best player at the moment outside Sydney FC, but to strengthen Are our there squad. Any? No. There is no A League. Hypothetically. Sydney FC yeah. League. <laughs> um, the, the, it, it's a toss, right? Because mm. defensively, we can't keep a clean sheet, which we banged on about a lot this mm. episode. But we don't have, I don't think, the depth that I'd feel comfortable with as a Spurs fan <laughs> in centre mid. Jesus. Um, simply because our midfield sucks and suddenly ever since we've lost half of our midfield at Spurs, I'm I'm an anxious mess around the midfield. Mate, you're right? a Spurs fan. You're an anxious mess most of the time. And a drug addict. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because it's the only way I get through it. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, so that was I'd a joke, kids. We'll be back with our sponsors later. Yeah. Alcoholics Anonymous. Lovely. Um, I'd bring in Kilkenny. Ooh, He's yeah, an okay. absolute dickhead. He's a jerk <laughs> and I despise watching him. He's a, he, he's the right kind of prick though, isn't but he? He's a, he, and it's those players that as soon as they join your team, they become your dickhead. 100%. Actually, <laughs> well, no disrespect, no disrespect to Bratz, but... Yeah, no, he's now our dickhead. Bratton wasn't hugely popular. No, um, but before. I l- adore him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mate, Kilkenny, to, so to strengthen the midfield, obviously we've got yep. Branners out at the moment, Bratton suspended. Yeah, great pick, great pick. Mate, I um, I actually went with the defensive pairing uh, again. Great minds. Again. Um, so mine is actually the German now, Bami or Han? No, no, Matthew. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, look, I know he's gone to the Wanderers. Uh, from all uh, mail, he was actually asked. Uh, he actually asked his agent, mm. "Could Sydney FC uh, take him?" In? Yep. It was very, very late in the preseason. We had a full squad. We couldn't fit him in. So and then salary cap and salary cap. So then um, Wanderers came along, and he's there. He's clearly not happy there. Um, he hates them. He's faking injuries. Um, <laughs> This is the inside word that I'm getting. And, uh, I legitimately almost asked you, <laughs> how do you know he's not happy? I, uh, I'm just telling <laughs> his face. I, uh, I just think he'd be a lot happier in, uh, in Sky Blue and, and, you know, strengthen that. that blue doesn't that clash bit. as much as red. That's you can wear it with more outfits. <laughs> That's very what, true. Who am I? So, Maddie, if you're listening, mate, uh, we would have you back in a heartbeat. Well, at least the two people in this room. And uh, given the way the squad repon- responds to the two people in this room, <laughs> we are we are an authority he's, at the he's moment. He's bound to go on a scoring streak from centre half for the yeah, Wanderers. Exactly. Uh, mate, so okay, so that's first part. Second question of Sydney FC stock market this week is, and well, I sort of cheated on this one. Uh, if you could bring back any ex Sydney FC player, either still playing in the A League or still playing abroad, so currently active. Yeah, currently active. Um, who would it be for you? Well, given you cheated, who would it be for you? Oh, I've got like three. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, okay, Sean, calm down. Yeah, I know. Let's stick to one, Sean. I've got two. Can I have two? Depends how long your first one goes for. Okay, well, one of them's, one of them's clever, I think. <laughs> um, one of them's clever, which is uh, Reza Gujanajad. Uh, because if That's I'm the leaving... the seventh time we've said him this, con- if, this podcast. If, <laughs> at, the, at the moment, we're just proving that we can say his name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, some people cheat and just say Reza, but yep. I like to give it a good old crack. <laughs> um, the reason why, why Reza, I'm leaving out Costa from my ACL squad. So I'm going back to our chat before about the ACL. Mm-hmm. Reza's a plus one. Um, yep. We've got a Asian foreign, player. Yeah, Asian player. So we could have that three plus one. He provides the the role that 
Barber's doing. He went over to, uh, is it Venlo? Is yeah, it it's Bel- uh, Belgium, the Netherlands. Yeah, he, I mean, he scored uh, like four goals <laughs> off the bench. Something ridiculous um, when he first came on. And uh, we didn't get to see, I guess, that quality of him when he was here. But I definitely think even if he comes off the bench, um, he'd be a handy acquisition to have in the transfer window. And penalty... Yes. Taker, game, exactly. grand final. Exactly. Uh, Zwoll. So, Zwoll, sorry, PC Zwoll. So, th- so he, he'd been one. The other one I would, um, only because I'm a fanboy, is um, Jordy Boyce. Into the into the defensive. Uh, yeah, the boys. Another one who we've spoken about quite a bit on this uh, episode. So what about you, mate? So X, bring the boys back. Get yep, the boys nice. back together. Nice. You're the boys. Try and understand oh. it. Okay, that's enough. Yep. Um, what about you, mate? Bernie Beanie. Bernie. Which I think is also the second time we've spoken about him this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bernie Beanie, obviously, um, tearing it up in Korea, our K-League champion. Um, Maybe not tearing, tearing it up, but more mature, more well-rounded player than Mm. when he left us. I agree with that, yeah. Right? And it means going back to our ACL chat, Mm. he makes in the squad as an Australian. Yep. Uh, He's got Asian experience now. Got Asian experience now against his old team. Yep. And partners with Barbarousas up the front. Ah, <laughs> for your squad. Uh, nicely done. Nicely done. Right. I like that. Um, so that's the stock market this week. That's stock market this week. I like that little twist. That, yeah, was, uh, that, was, that was good. Maybe we should have kept Sean around for that. No. No, you'd have 27 players for each category. Yeah, no. Let me give you the whole squad that I'd read. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Player one. No. Uh Okay, moving on very quickly. We're going to have a quick word on an article that was released during the week, uh, again, quoting some Sydney FC people, about uh, if Sydney FC hosts the grand final, and we're we're a big if. Um, When? When. (laughs) Jonathan's a big if. Jimmy is a when we host the next five. Um, Where's it going to get played? So the article basically said if it was Melbourne Victory or the Wanderers, it would be likely at ANZ Stadium because of the fan base. Yep. If it was anyone else, Banquest Stadium. How do you feel about that? Dirty. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't. It's a little bit. I still haven't been. That's a good word. I still haven't been. Oh, I have. Um, And I know Banquest has won a bunch of awards internationally. Mm-hmm. so that's kind of encouraging from Look, it's a good stadium. A, an infrastructure it's a good stadium. point of view, right? Yeah. Except the beer. The beer was shit. Yeah, but is the beer great at Cogra? That's true, actually. Right? They ran out one game. That's <laughs> Anyway. That's also um, true. We digress. It makes me feel dirty. Uh, obviously, Bankwest, the new Parramatta Stadium being the home of the Wanderers. I'm dry retching. Yeah. It's oddly familiar. Yeah. That look. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like that. Um, I think, with the right marketing, the right hype, Perth have proven that you can fill a big stadium unexpectedly. True. Right. Uh, they moved it to Optus. It was full. There was talk of putting in what five thousand extra seats. Ultimately, didn't happen. That was talk of it last year or year before. Yeah. So you're saying no matter who ANZ is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. You, 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 we played derbies at 
ANZ mm-hmm. and got decent crowds. Decent, yeah. 60, 000, it was very good with 60,000 yeah. or whatever it was. And I'm not um, saying a derby or a grand final is going to be the equivalent of one of the first derbies at ANZ. But yeah. I just... I, <laughs> yeah, well, what, are, uh, what are the other options? Right. Yeah, I mean, Sydney, Sydney, Sydney FC versus Central SCG. Coast Mariners. Yeah. At Bank West. Or at the, well, oh, on, more to the point, at ANZ. Yeah. Would, what would United. you get? 30,000? Western United. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard to tell. I, personally, ANZ, I haven't been to the ground myself for a long time um, because basically I, I just don't enjoy it. It's too far it's away. Not built. It's not built for football, even though it's rectangular, which is a start. There's no um, slope. There's no. Yeah, it rake. Know? Yeah, there's yeah, no rake. Thanks. I um, I don't know. I I agree with your uh, dirty feeling about mm. Bankwest, but it is a good stadium at the end of the day. Um, thirty thousand, maybe maybe a couple more. Um, we what, would capacity or unlike how many the one would get no no uh, capacity capacity. Yep. Um, unlike the Wanderers, we'd actually make it sound good. Uh, like we did at the first derby this year. Do they even have active support anymore? Oh, I think they quit Wonders. or something. Oh. Uh, yeah, don't fact check us on that. But no, throwing yeah. their toys out of the cot. Yeah, pretty much. Protesting about some shit. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, look, I think uh, I think Bankwest is not a – it's a great stadium. It's still in Sydney, as we say. Or – We'd fill it in a second. But – we could sing. We won the final. Ah. We won the cup in your stadium, which, again, as a Tottenham fan, we won the hurts me at Vanquest Stadium. Yeah. Oh, that would uh, it could be the new. Edit. Have I just sold it to you? This is yeah. my third. Th- this the clock is right three times a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've broken physics. <laughs> you've broken something. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. All right. Well, that's uh, yeah. That's our thoughts. It'll be interesting to hear. Um, a bit more chat about that from uh, the wider public, but uh, I I'd be okay with with Bankwest uh, on 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 against any team really. Um, it's over to it's over to our wonderful Twitter sphere and elsewhere, but mainly Twitter sphere. We we chucked out um, James chucked out a tweet asking for some questions this week. We've covered a couple of them, James. Yeah, but what, what have we'll we go through. Yeah, what's left, man? Um, so first off, Tom Foster. On Twitter, uh, thank you very much uh, for your kind words. Uh, Tom says, having listened to both podcasts and after last night's performance, I'm wondering who you'll invest time picking on for the next episode. I think we answered that with <laughs> Costa Barbarousas. Thanks, Tom. Yep. Or, uh, or ABJ. We picked on a few, which is good. Uh, Tom also called us out on not mentioning the captain. I think we covered that. Yep. Uh, wow, Tom. Thank you uh, for your <laughs> thoughts. I'm just I'm going. There's like five tweets in a row uh, from Tom, and I'm loving the interaction. So don't let that turn you off. I'm also trying to read and talk. James at has the a history time. of turning people off. Uh, curious to think if you guys think Corica will us- usurp Arnold as our best ever manager style of play, win percentage greater currently. Uh, to use to match him with the trophies. That's from Marcus. Do you think? Corica will do better than Arnold and will become our best ever manager, Jonathan. Short answer, yes. Why? We're in a good spot right now. We've signed 
80%, 85% of our current squad who are nine points clear. Um, even if we don't win the cup final slash championship game, um, I really feel like we're still the best team in the league by far, yeah. so we're going to get the Premiers played. Uh, and again, if we've got the same squad next year, you know, That's unless some if. teams make some big improvements, it's not a big if. We've got 18 players re-signed. Um, I think he will, yeah. Yeah, I think you will surpass him as the most successful. Yeah, see, manager. I just look at Bratton and Redmayne and get anxiety. But that's me. You're insecure. I yeah, understand. Yeah, glass half, half, half empty. Um, okay, cool. Thanks for that, Marcus. Uh, Tom, we covered off your ACL question about the foreign players as well. Charlie, will you apologise to Costa <laughs> and Retray? No, we won't. We'll tell them to be better when they need to be better. And so far they're doing better, so we'll congratulate <laughs> them on being better. But as soon as they stop being better, we won't apologise. Sorry, guys. I like it. Uh, Anthony, any worries about Corica trusting youth? He's only used two or three subs, made them very late. Mm. Uh, looked like a lot of players were exhausted around 75 minutes. Yeah, again, we sort of touched on that a bit with some mm. of the guys, um, even the youngsters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but look, I I don't think they've played enough football to be tiring, you know, with a six-day or, or a six-day recovery. Um, I, I It's refreshing seeing the young boys coming on. Yeah. When, when he had other options, let's be honest. Yeah, uh, I would like to see more minutes to youth. I'd like to see less of the same same starting lineup mm. uh, week in, week out. Um, I think Van der Sarg was a revelation. Yes, it was one good game. You weren't impressed with him in Dubbo. I think it was great. <laughs> King, I thought he did well. Swivel did well as, as well as we saw. I, I'd like to see more of it because it, it talks to longevity. It talks of a big club mindset of backing our development, the investment that we put in. So that's my and take on it. And let's be honest, we've been criticised as a club in the past for not giving youth minutes. And this is, like I said, a welcome change. I really think if Arnie was in charge on the weekend, you would have had Paolo straight to right back, Caceres mm. in the centre, and Ninkovic would have started even if he was injured. Yeah. So, yeah, so a little bit of a different mindset. Um the last one we had, which we answered from Bertie, thank you, Bertie, was any questions on finding it hard to keep clean sheets? And that was mm. obviously a, a massive discussion point. So first of all, thank you all very much uh, on Twitter for reaching out to us, for, for sharing your feedback, your thoughts, your opinions, your questions. Keep sending them in. We want to make Q&A a bigger and ongoing part of the podcast. Mm. But we also want your feedback. If you've got uh, commentary, ideas on anything that we've discussed over the course of this or past episodes, just tweet us. Uh, call we, us out. We call us out on our look, shit. Yeah, we all look at the Twitter uh, account. We all look at the mentions and, and the things that you sent us uh, or send to us. Um, and, you know, we don't pretend to be the be-all, end-all in Sydney FC opinions. We're just two guys that found a free podcast studio. Absolutely. And three. Uh, and, but um, one of them found Japan. I just wanted to sorry, James, I don't want to single I don't want to single people out, but um a shout out to Michelle Morris. So yes. Michelle is that a That was just now. Yeah, yeah. She's uh she does fantastic work with the Ladies League. Uh if Apologies, if anyone Michelle. if anyone out there isn't uh following them, which I, I don't understand why you wouldn't be. Um but Michelle, huge Huge uh, City FC fan. Thank you for your feedback and all the best with the uh, Sky Blue cast that you've got on your leg at yes, the moment. wishing you a quick and recovery. And 
a happy birthday for I think two days ago. So um, yeah, no, no, it was all over Twitter. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, no, I have to be on Twitter yeah. more. You do, but uh, yeah, g'day, uh, g'day to Michelle. We're pretty much wrapping up now. It's been a bit of a longer episode yeah. today, so we've uh, hope that's okay with everybody. Thanks um, for sticking with us. Yeah, definitely. So next week uh, after the Newcastle game, Sydney FC actually have a bye, which some people might not be aware of. So it's uh, is that our first bye of the year? Might be the second. Maybe the second, second buy. Yeah, second, second yeah, buy. definitely second. Um, so we won't be releasing a full podcast, but we're going to have some bonus content up uh, probably midway through the next week for yeah. you. Just a bit of fun that we're going to have. Um, and we'll chuck review up the game, go through yeah. injuries and preview the next one after that. The week after that, yeah. yep. And we're also hoping to um, – we've got a guest lined up to come and talk to us, a uh, very long-serving Sydney FC uh, member of staff and uh, – also a member since year one. We've nice. also got uh, all things going well. Um, we'll have uh, you know some more people lined up uh, leading into February and beyond. So looking forward to, uh, to getting our interviewing skills going. Feel free to tweet the club and pressurise them to get a plan <laughs> to spend time with us. That would be awesome. Definitely. definitely. Um, awesome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Jono. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, and again, this is Sky Blue Stories. You've had Jonathan Finger and James Pearson. Nice. See you.